Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. Tonight's episode, tonight, today, we're recording during the day. I don't know when we're releasing it. <laughs> last night's, last night's episode. Friday night's episode is called The Farm. Was called The Farm. We're off to a great start. Uh, it's season 26, <laughs> episode 15, aired on February 2nd, 2018, hosted by, okay, now this is something. Dennis is thrice enough Murphy. <laughs> we have had three Dennis is enough episodes in a row, right? Am I yeah. wrong? No, you're 100% right. And we we love Dennis. Dennis is enough. But you did text me, wow, they're sending us off to the Olympics with three Dennis episodes in a row. <laughs> third, third time's a charm. He's not going to be the first one back. It has to be a Keith or a... Andrea or a Josh on the when we get it back, right? Why why are you saying it like that? It's just been it was it's a lot of um Dennis and the although Dennis is totally enough and we love Dennis. He's more than enough. He is, but it felt like an odd farewell. He's he's so subtle. It he felt like subtle. a subtle farewell. It's interesting that they had three of him in a row because i can't remember a time where they've had the same host for almost a month in a row they normally well, don't do that andrea i think said on twitter she's been working on a longer story and so that's Ooh. where she and uh mank posted a picture of him i believe in a helicopter shooting a future story so they're Whoa. working on some big projects so they probably had to use the dennis ones where they sent him to alaska and then iowa yeah I was surprised that he went to Iowa. Okay, tell us why he's in Iowa. What's this what's this so story? He's in Iowa for the farm. The, this episode's about a farm. It's about a lady named Shirley Harper. Carter. Carter. Shirley sure. Carter and her husband Bill. And Shirley raised kids and corn, as Dennis said. This this is a story of a family torn apart by murder. Which is just, just once I'd like to see a family brought together by murder. Is that too much to ask? Yes. This it is, is Dateline. Get real. Yeah. Okay. It, we're in the Iowa cornfields. Bill and Shirley got married. I kind of did the math. It seemed like it was in the 60s, right? She passed away in 2015. So... And they had been married for 52 years. Because they got married when she was 16? She was yeah. young? So she got, as Dennis points out, in the language of the day, mm-hmm. she got in trouble. I liked that he said it like that because that's totally what I thought. I was like, oh, she got in trouble. And she then, got in yeah. trouble. Mm-hmm. What did they say when someone actually just got in trouble? What if your sister like stole lipstick from the local store and she got in trouble with her parents? Then you just say she got in trouble and everyone thinks she's knocked up. Well, no, I think it's the way it's all in the delivery of how you say someone's oh, right, in trouble. Right, right. In trouble. Trouble. So it's in hushed tones. In and trouble. Well, you know, Kimberly, she's in trouble. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. I got it. She's mm-hmm. in the family way. She's in the family way to yeah. be followed soon after being in trouble. Yeah. So Shirley got knocked up in high school. They... Sophomore year of high school. Yeah. They That's are crazy. kids. But they, what they keep doing? going on and on about how religious they are and how like pristine their morals are. And people on Twitter were not having it. They were like, you have premarital sex, though. 
but they don't go on a ton about they keep making religious comparisons to what happened, but they don't actually talk about them attending church. No, There's but no they did friends. say there was a lot of moral. No, they said Bill was pristine in his morals, which and was he had, why he married yes, her. And he had a high moral standing in the community later on. Yes. Okay. And right. he had a almost Puritan view of marriage later on. So Did, did they say Puritan? They did. Puritanical. Puritanical, I believe they said. Because I rebound that three times and heard tentacle. And I was like, what's tentacle? Okay, see, everyone on Twitter was so upset. And I thought, you guys have never heard the word Puritan before? But maybe it was because they said it weird. That's when subtitles are important. Okay, so they got married. She was 16. He was 18. They had three babies. They got this farm. He built it up. He made it really successful. Shirley wanted to chip in because she wasn't content to just be a stay-at-home mom, which there's nothing wrong with that. I didn't say just as in, like, there's something wrong with it. It's a lot of hard work. But once the kids got older, she wanted to help out on the farm. He bought her her own custom-made tractor. Yeah, it's it was, Iowa. Yeah. Farm country. I kind of was picturing like a steering wheel with maybe pink on it, like a really cheese, like stickers. I don't know. I don't think it was like that at all. But probably not. Mine would have like Gryffindor on the back if I had a tricked out tractor. So the kids grow up and they move out, except for the youngest son, Jason, wants to continue on in the farming tradition. So he's the favorite. Bill fully says he's the favorite, which we all know on Dateline since Mickey. <laughs> we know what happens when you say that one of the children is the favorite. It goes bad. I brushed over it. I didn't even hear it. And then everyone on Twitter was just like, what? At least Mickey didn't want to say that her kid was the favorite. I know. Josh kept having to pry it out of her. He was like, he's your favorite. And she said, don't you make me say it. What are you talking about? I didn't. What are you? Don't you push me, Josh. If you haven't heard the, or seen the episode with Mickey or heard our recap, I think both. For that one, I think you actually have to hear our recap. For all of them, we recommend watching. But for sure, watch The Favorite Son. Yes. Watch Josh barely contain himself as he's interviewing yeah. the mom, Mickey. It's one of his best moments ever, I think. And, and she is, a, and she's a Dateline superstar. She's she a legend. Is. She yeah. is, and she was so good. She inspired you to make up a little song. And so has Dennis, which I will be singing later in the episode. Really? Mm -hmm. But you sing a song about um, Mankey and Mickey. Yeah. Mankey and Mickey being best friends together forever to find forever. <laughs> you have to. I'm not going to sing it here. You have to go Makes to the episode. Me giddy. So. The kids moved out, except for Jason. He's the favorite. So now Bill and Shirley have grandkids to dote on. They've been married for 52 years. One day in 2015, this is the day where everything changed. Bill and Shirley go to get coffee together. Bill drives home with Shirley, drops her off after getting coffee. He drops her off in the driveway. And then he goes off to make a grain delivery an hour away. And on his way back, he gets a call from the daughter saying, mom is dead. Now, Bill is a broken man. He is crying. He cannot even get the story out. He was sobbing. And you thought I was going to make fun of him. For I his, did 100%. His endless full, crying. 
Full disclosure, Kimberly has issues sometimes when people cry the entire the entirety of their Dateline interview. She yes. doesn't like the hyperventilating and the not being able to get words out like yeah. this. Yeah. And so when Bill was doing this throughout the entire, and he is the main Dateline interview, the entire time I had to tell her before we started recording this podcast, hey, don't do that with him. And I wasn't don't, going to. Don't make fun of him. And she wasn't going to. And then I had to say, I fully thought she was going to, because it kind of bothered me this time. <laughs> you guys, all along, everyone's thought I was the B word. Katie's the B word. I'm not. Katie just, is heartless and cold. I, I watched this a couple of times, and there were a few things that I was just trying to get through it. And what, okay, in my defense, Dennis is goading him. The entire time. Dennis is asking very leading questions, basically saying, what was it like the first night alone without your (laughs) wife? Well, what do you think he's going to do? I mean, this is ridiculous. You can't ask questions like that. You can't say, what did you miss most about her? All of these things, we we know he's sad. We a... know because he's crying. You don't have to ask him to elaborate. We know and we there... feel bad for him. There was another episode and I can't remember if it was Dennis or if it was Mankey who was asking these questions like, well, do you feel like if you had done something differently Maybe they'd still be alive and the person's crying and crying. And then the host is like, but you can't think like that. It's not your fault. You just said it. it. Why are you asking them that question then? So Dennis is doing this. Yeah. I'm not upset. I'm not upset at all. Bill has every right to cry and be as upset as he wants. He lost his beloved wife. But Dennis. (laughs) So if you are going to watch this episode, please be prepared for a sad older gentleman who and he has a lot of reasons to be sad, which you're going to get to right now. Yeah. So Jason, the youngest son, had found the mom dead on the floor in the kitchen, blood everywhere. The dad runs up. Bill can't figure out what's wrong with her. He kisses her on the forehead. He's said there's blood, but he doesn't know what happened. Jason is like, Dad, there's a bullet hole on the floor and a bullet hole in the fridge. Like he noticed them and then said... Dad, your office also been ransacked. Like, he noticed everything. Well, how long had Jason been in the house before Bill got there? Because Bill's coming from 50 miles away. So there is a chance that Bill, that Jason's been wandering around this house for no, like an hour. because he was on the phone with 911 still when Bill got there. Was he on the phone? They didn't say he was on the phone oh, with 911. They said he was on the phone. No, because he had called the sister. He was like making calls. I think he was probably on the phone with the other brother. That's possible. Uh-huh. Um, but I know it had not. Well, we don't know how long it had been. That's part of the issue. So okay. the cops thought that it wasn't such an obvious robbery. They thought it looked staged because her purse was still there. There was medicine, jewelry. And I was wondering if we should add staged robbery to the business cards. Business bingo. I'm not sure what business cards you're talking about. We do need business cards. Does we call it make a, date with, a date with Dateline on the front, staged ro- hashtag staged robbery on the back? What yes, that's that? that's and we just hand them out at CrimeCon. <laughs> no one, will, it'll just be a, no. It, no one will know what it means. No one will know, but we got them. It would actually be really funny to have our name on the front and then hashtag different bingo things. Yeah, on different cards. Maybe we should just hand out bingo cards at CrimeCon. Who's got a coupon for Vista Print? <laughs> Send it our way. We're ready. We're ready for this. So uh, the I was thinking bingo cards. 
I know. Stage robbery. I might yeah, add it to abso- the next one. Absolutely. It should be on the next one. So Jason told the cops that one of the guns in the house seems to be missing. Jason is just eagle eye. He notices everything. And the guns are in a very secret hiding place, too. I don't think that Jason told... The cops asked Jason to list all the guns in the house. And Jason was the one that noticed that the one was missing. Interesting. I have contradicting information from the outside on that fact. We will get to it later. Put a pin in that. Interesting. Put a pin in the gun. We'll get back to the gun. My recollection is the cops showed them photos of the guns or something. Yeah. And Jason said, oh, this one's missing. Because Jason had given that particular gun to his dad. Right. So Jason knew that gun well. Uh, so nothing is happening in the investigation, it seems, for months. And everyone in the town is kind of freaking out and getting frustrated. And so the whole town kind of rallies outside the courthouse to try to get them to do something with the case. Bill even hires his own investigator, Nick Webb, who looks like Ron Swanson. Oh, my goodness. Right? It's- from, it's uncanny. Yes. I'm so yeah. glad you thought so. And mm-hmm. also, Nick Webb is a great detective name. Yes, it is. It's Johnny Dollar, Sam Spade, Nick Webb, detective. Mm-hmm. So Nick Webb thinks that Shirley's killer was one cool customer because he picked up a shell casing at the scene and took it with him. Now, this is not Nick Webb saying cool customer because that is a very uncool way of talking and Nick is too cool for that. Dennis says cool customer because because he's our dad. So Nick Webb says that the timing makes it very unlikely that Bill did it, but he starts to have doubts about the son. And Bill starts to have doubts about his son, Jason, who found Shirley on the floor. Also, Jason was one of the few who knew where the guns were hidden. So they think it had to have been some sort of inside job. Right. Nick Webb fully thinks Jason did it. He shot his mother. Then Bill finds out that Jason was cheating on his wife. And this seems to devastate Bill just as much as the thought that Jason killed his mom. He believes in marriage and fidelity. And he probably would have taken Jason's inheritance away if he knew about the cheating. Bill was, as they say, almost puritanistic. That's it. I heard tenistic. Yeah. And that made you think tentacles. No, I heard tenistic. That's what I wrote down was tenistic. What does that mean? I didn't know. I was going to look it up and then I didn't. (laughs) Puritanistic in his view of marriage. A lot of people on Twitter, you were not alone, found that very confusing. Okay, good. The inheritance of the farm was worth $8 million. Right. Wow. Well, but that's the weird thing is that he just got the, the the only thing that he gets, though, is the land. Jason the just land. gets the land and the other two kids get everything above the land. Right. The land, the property was worth a lot. But then um, if they get the house and all the stuff on the land, how is that divided? I'm guessing that Jason also wants what's under the land, which is the mineral rights to the land. Yes. And the, that's what's the growing money. potential. Right. So I don't know how they would actually divide it. They're not going to just take the house up and out. It would be a money exchange, probably. They would all if have he to wanted decide to live to sell. there. Yes. Yeah. Or, or Jason he, would have to buy it off of them, the property, if he wanted to live there. I don't know. Correct. So Jason is the sole inheritor, as we've said, of everything that, that land. 
And Bill admits that that was a mistake. This was kind of chilling, actually. Bill says, we left all the land to Jason, and the big mistake was that we told him. And I thought that was very interesting. I don't feel like that's a mistake. I feel like that parents do that a lot. But he feels like that's what changed everything. And I guess so. But I guess I just feel like if it was, I, I don't know, I'm sure that Jason assumed because he's the only child he's the only offspring that went into farming that they would leave things to do with the farm to him that's true although they could have divided it three ways they could have they could have gone guy who by who has the most grandkids i don't know okay i'm sorry i guess i just didn't find it as chilling but it's the way he said it like yeah i I, the big mistake was telling him if you tell someone you're the sole inheritor you're putting a, a mark on your back you're putting it's a target like, on your back. Yeah. Don't tell people. Also, lessons, lessons it, we learn if from you, Dateline. If you change it and take the inheritance away from someone, yes, do tell them. Because they could murder you and then get nothing because you've changed it. And that would be a waste because they didn't know that you changed it. So tell them if you've changed it. Don't tell them that they're getting everything. These are the rules. Okay. Got do it. you understand? Okay. Also, maybe just lie and make it seem like you're spreading it out to charity. Make it seem like it's all going to charity. Just tell tell your spouse that, that all the money goes to charity. They will never need to kill you then. You can still leave it to them, and it'll be a pleasant surprise if you happen to die of natural circumstances. Oh, I thought it was going to charity. It's actually going to me. That's awesome. But do you see what I'm saying? There's very smart ways to do this. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a great mom. So, I don't Your in- will's going to be really I in- complicated. I don't intend to do that. Anyways, my dog gets everything. Excuse me. Do you want everything? Okay, fine. I you left you something on Twitter. I I hashtag Kimberly mm-hmm. gets Kimberly gets the cats. Yeah, and I wrote back and said no thank you. Did you not that's, see that? That's not that's not very polite. I said this is Kimberly hashtag you, no thank you. If someone leaves you their furry loves, I think Four I cats. You, I think you accept it, Grace. I was not going to give you four. I, you can have two. You can have the two nice ones. I don't want any of them. They don't like you either. That's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Your mom should take them. She's better with cats. I'm not a cat no, person. My mom like sneakily gives them to the ASPCA. I don't like it. <laughs> and she tells me they died. And then years later, she forgets she told me they died. And then says, oh, but I found out that so-and-so is living at the old folks' home. And I said, excuse me, you said they died. <laughs> oh, my God. So she did, she did the opposite of, oh, they went to live on a farm. Right. They went, she, they died. Be sad. <laughs> no, actually, they're still alive. They're living with Petunia at Shady Greens. Yeah, I'm upset. Yeah. Is Shady Greens like Shady Pines? Yeah, Shady, I don't know, and I don't know who Petunia is. Some, <laughs> this is a made-up lady that now is in custody of Petey. Oh, my gosh. Okay, moving on. So, uh, Bill thinks that Jason killed his mom for greed and sex, and he is so disgusted. But, I mean, bear in mind, Bill is, like, 70. But the way he okay, says you those need two to, words... But you need to clarify, not sex with his mother... No, but just an affair. But the way he says, like, Dennis is like, he just killed her for, you know, the almighty dollar. Just n- And Bill's just like, for greed and sex. <laughs> He's just so He's disgusted. Just disgusted. 
the DA is still not doing anything to press charges against Jason. So Bill takes the crazy step to have his attorney file a wrongful death suit to take his own son to civil court for murdering the mom. It's like OJ's second trial. And this would force Jason to answer questions in court to finally have to just say what happened. Yep. So the dad takes Jason to court, spending a million dollars of his own money on legal fees. And I'm not exaggerating. Like, literally, they said it's cost almost a million dollars to bring this case to court. He really wants his son to answer for what happened. He really loved his wife, I think. I I don't think that's ever in question. Just Bill is so he just goes all like i mean he's literally pouring everything money into you know what i'm saying instead of just letting it go the other way helping his son get away with murder or just avoiding it or whatever he's putting a million dollars into this trial yes so since this is a civil trial dad versus son this is what's interesting the burden of proof is much lower than beyond a reasonable doubt you didn't know that i did not have you not watched anything about oj yeah. But that's why he got guilty in the civil trial. Well, I think it was just different jurors, too. I think it could have been the same evidence. Oh, I think, yeah, the whole circumstance was different. But it's much easier to get a conviction. You only have to convince the jury that the defendant is 51% likely guilty. I think also the jury pool is smaller. I don't know if it's a 12-person jury. That was, I thought, an Iowa thing. Okay. Oh, because maybe so. in this episode, it was only eight jurors. Okay. But I could be wrong. Okay. We'll have to. We don't know anything. We do not do our research. I have research on this, but it's not about what is contained in a civil suit. Like common legal knowledge that we maybe should know. Those things we do not know. No. So So if you're a lawyer listening to this, we apologize. Yeah, I'm really sorry. If Rabia is listening, dear God, I hope not. That is just horrifying. I'm so embarrassed. Rabia, we're sorry. So sorry, And I listen to Undisclosed. I should know. I feel like I know, and I don't. Ugh. All right. Go on. I can't continue. You have to go on. On the the 911 call, Jason tells the operator that there's a bullet hole in the refrigerator and the floor. This is when they're on trial, and they thought that was very odd that he noticed that. I did as well, unless he was a trained eagle-eyed detective type or, like, you didn't watch Psych, but in on Psych, Sean would always just zoom in on all these little details. Like in Sherlock. Yes, Sherlock exactly. Yeah. Yes, on Sherlock. Mm-hmm. So this is what I'm picturing Jason doing in the kitchen. But he's just found his mother dead on the floor with blood everywhere. You'd think he would not be attuned to a spot on the fridge and a spot on the floor. However, well, we'll get to in that. his defense, I do want to say their kitchen was way neater than mine mm-hmm. is and less cluttered. So my fridge is just covered with magnets and pictures and crap. Right. You would never see the bullet hole. Theirs was like sparse. I have an I OMG left. moment about that. Do you want me to say oh, it? Yeah, go for it. Or do you want me yes. to wait till the end? No, do it. Um, my OMG moment was actually the bullet hole in the fridge. Really? Why? He's talking about the bu- they talk about the bullet hole in the fridge quite a bit, and when they actually show it, I'm picturing it's like a, a gaping hole, and it's no, literally it a, a white indentation, and I- yeah. that's what made me think Jason was guilty. There's no way you would see that, or you might see it, sure, but it wouldn't. It's not this blown open shotgun hole in a refrigerator. It's just not what you would think would happen. Well, here's what confused me. So when they show the big picture of the kitchen, you see the dent and it's just a dent. It's like you banged a table into the side of the fridge. Yeah. 
But then, then they have another picture that's close up on the dent, and it looks like there's chewing gum or something stuck in it. And I thought oh, that was like about a the bu- bullet. You're talking about the bullet where the bullet like, came out, right? Yeah, yeah. So was that part still in there? So the dent. You're talking about the bullet fragment from the yeah. fridge. Okay, that I think because it must have blown through the fridge and hit something. I don't understand exactly what happened, but there. From what we see, there is no hole in the fridge. So no, I don't, it's a dent. So I don't know if it then bounced out and shipped the counter or something like that. Because, yeah, it looks like it embedded in something, but it's not white ceramic. Oh, so it was it embedded, embedded in something in. else. Yeah, which okay. I didn't understand either. Or it blew a hole all the way through the fridge and we didn't get to see the other side of the fridge, which is No, because where... that was not a hole in the fridge. That was a dent. It looks like they a dent. They did a close-up. They did a full-on close-up. It was yeah, not so a dent. Bas- a hole. So I have it was no, a dent. So I haven't... I'm... Anyways, that was my OMG as I was like, seriously? He did it. If he noticed that, if he's in the kitchen and he sees that little bullet, that's weird. If it looked like it did to me... I would just think, oh, my dad was carrying something and he bumped the fridge earlier. Really and easily. Left a little dent. No, absolutely. That was all you would think it was. Yes, you would. So this is my favorite part is he's on the 911 call and he's crying and he says, she she looks like she's been laying here for two hours. I couldn't. That was really bad. Too. I laughed so hard. Okay. So I know farmers maybe have to deal with dead animals or something and maybe know about rigor mortis i don't right, know no. but uh, he's not a coroner Mm-mm. and he's he, and he doesn't even say a couple hours he says two hours so is he also then and, at that point trying to set up his dad yes he's, he is yeah. he is trying to set up his dad and establish his own alibi i think or establish just really anyone well i think he's um, trying to establish that's what i was trying to get at no i think he's specifically targeting his dad trying to s- with the two hours because sense. the dad leaves sense. at eight he drops her off at 8 a.m right and then the son gets there this all happens around 10 or so 11 a.m is when this all takes place. So the son is really trying to establish that even though my dad's not here, he was here at eight. So he's trying to say, right, she's been laying there for a few hours. And it's the way he says it right. too. Because wouldn't you say on the 911 call, I don't know how long she's been here. It could have been hours. I could see someone saying something about, I don't know how long yes. they've been here. I don't know how long she's been lying here. But the two hours. No, it's so specific. It's digging, like it's digging his hole. Like it's yes, just, you're digging your grave, buddy. Yes. That's not. But what's funny about that to me, does he think the coroner will do his report and say, well, she was killed at this point. And then like they'll bring in the 911 operator and she'll say, no, the son said two hours. And the coroner will say, oh, okay, then two hours. Sure. Or oh, I don't think the officer. son's very smart. Like, I don't. He's think. not very smart. No, he's because not. We, they don't go time of death by what the person who finds them says on the nine one one call. Oh, that makes they sense. They actually do their own report, right? To find out, right? So we finally, and it's so I'm so I didn't think we were going to. We get to meet the other woman that Jason was cheating with, Tara. She looks like just a, a normal lady, like you expect when you meet the mistress. Sometimes that she's gonna look like. You know, I don't I don't want to say this, but always when I think that I'm going to meet a mistress. Yeah, I picture always the mistress is going to look like Donatella Versace. Oh, my God. It's just in my brain that she's going to look like Donatella. That's who the mistress is going to like swath in in a velvet robe with like (laughs) with high heels. And that's going to be the mistress with lots of jewelry. 
that he's boughten for her. Oh, yeah, I can see that. But there, we've had a mistress in an episode that was pretty fancy. Usually the mistresses have really good nails. They're always getting their nails done. Well, Bonnie had her beloved fake boobs. And little dogs. Little dogs. And top bun. Yeah. Tight sweaters, boobs, jewelry, nails, yeah. expensive watches, heels. It's usually a designer now, purse. Kelly is a lot what I picture the mistress would look like because of the way she speaks. Everything she says is like she's trying to seduce whoever she's talking to. Right. Or that French girl. Like she, that French lady. Oh. Uh, Who was that? Who's lady? Sophie. Oh, we yeah. used to make the love. Yeah. Yes. Sophie. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Tara just looks like um, a mom. Yeah. Tara, Tara looks like just she a works lady? at Jamba Juice. Yeah. She's yeah. just whatever. It's like Not Jamba Juice. Coles, maybe. Yeah, like maybe she works. At, maybe she's like a dental technician. She works in the yeah. In the, there you in, go. In the yes. dental office, not the main dentist. She's the assistant to the dentist that holds correct the tools that the dentist uses. Sorry, guys, yes. I just got a root canal, so yeah. I'm a, I got go. dentist on the brain. It's also <laughs> why I sound so sad in this podcast today <laughs> because the side of my face is may may or may not be on fire. It's fine. It's fine. I'll be so, fine. So you're doing so great. <laughs> um but I just found it funny because you think of this like hot, sexy, torrid sex affair. Yes. And then you see Jason, who's just some dude, and you see Tara, who's just some dude. And I was kind of, I was almost like good for them being, you know, adv- like not a fair. I don't approve of a fair. But you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like they're just like normal people. No, I they're normal people. There, it's small town you know? Iowa and people get bored. Yeah. It happens. And. Do do we think they met on FarmersOnly.com? Is that a website? Which you you've about? not seen the commercials? It says it's called Farmers Only. I'm sorry, you've never seen a FarmersOnly.com no commercial. This is the first I'm hearing of this. Are you making it up? Uh, no. Is this like when you hadn't heard of Secrets? I've never but heard of Secrets is... either. Why do you know about all this weird stuff? Because I have cable and there's commercials. And you stream, and so they watch show the same commercials over and over. Farmersonly.com is a website that is like Match.com, and it is only for farmers. And in the commercial, maybe a guy that's a farmer tries to date this, like, city girl, and she's really unimpressed with his fishing and stuff. So then he goes to a bar, and there's, like, a bunch of ladies with cowboy boots. And then the song goes, you don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. And it plays all the time. All the time. All it the plays time? In I think it plays all, all the time. All the time all in the time. Los Angeles. <laughs> and we live in Los Angeles where there are no farmers. So why does this commercial play all the time? How have you never seen this commercial? It's a full-on thing. Oh, no, no. I is... wrote it down. I'll look okay, it up. Okay, you're going to check it out. I'm going to check okay. it out. Farmers only. Yes, it's called Farmers It's not insurance. I am 1,000% positive it is for dating. It is to help farmers in farms that are spread out so they might not meet as many people come together who they have the same interest and they fall in love and work on a farm together, I would assume. I was going to make so many jokes about this and you haven't even heard of it. No. I'm shocked. Can we get a poll going on Twitter? I just am curious if how many people have heard of it. I mean, the commercial's on. That's a, I just, that I'm is a really, that really specific dating site. That's like mechanics yes, only. Is. You could Correct. just insert any profession. Yes. Dentists only. Again, sorry. Yes. The dentist. Coles <laughs> <Kohl's> only. <laughs> That's a great idea. A Coles employees Am- dating website. You guys, come on. 
and they would all play bunko. I love it. We cracked Canasta. it. We cracked it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, so they were sleeping together for over a year. They said they loved each other. They texted, I'm sorry, sexted over a hundred times that morning of the murder. What? That's crazy. I was, what do you have to say? How can you think of a hundred sexy things to say to people? That's, that's too much sexiness. So, the phone, so he's texting all morning, a hundred times. Then the phone goes quiet right at the time of the murder. And then 13 minutes after, he calls his sister to say the mom's dead. That well, the was phone the goes quiet, but the phone goes quiet when he goes into the house. So whether he murdered murdered her so, or found oh, her, so, it goes quiet when he finds the body or and or murdered her with a shotgun. That's valid. And I guess you could say... If he's any sort of gentleman, which he's probably not, he probably wouldn't be sexting while he's talking to his mom. Yeah. In the kitchen, I would hope not, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't put it past him. But here's your motive. This is it. Jason is half a million dollars in debt. That's a lot of money. I it makes sense to me. Farming is huge numbers. It's huge amounts of money. So these people are putting out an exorbitant amount. And then that's why when crops, like when things happen, it goes so bad for farmers because you're in debt for half the year. And then the other portion is you're in the black. So at that point, he was sure $500,000 in debt. I'm surprised it wasn't more with all the acreage they had. And then you go in the black. You think that they just fluctuate their their uh, finances that's, fluctuate that much? Uh, yes, I do. That's why it's so devastating in the years when you lose your crops. Wow, that's kind of insane. It's a risky business. Risky, risky there business. Go. There we go. Title for the episode. alternative title. Uh, the lawyers suggest another motive. He suggests that Shirley had found out about the affair and that Bill would find out from Shirley and that Jason would be cut out of his inheritance. The lawyer said that he expected Bill to be there too because Bill had taken the long way home that day. So he probably should have been home by then from his delivery. But this is interesting because if he's only shooting the mom, how is he going to get the money? Maybe that's where he accuses the dad of murder. And then he'd get the money. Would he get the money if the dad was in jail for murder? Do you want me to tell you what I think he was doing? Sure. I I mean, I think that he fully intended to kill them both. Walked in the house with the shotgun, shoots the mom, and then realizes the dad isn't there. But here's the problem with that. The dad's truck wasn't there. So maybe he thought the dad had taken a different... I'm assuming they have multiple vehicles. I don't know how much attention. I don't know. I don't... Yeah. We also think he's kind of dumb. That's what I would assume. Mm-hmm. And then he he did shoot her from the doorway. Immediately. Most likely. And thought the dad was probably in the office right, or somewhere. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, but it is weird that he was sexting up until. That seems a little. What he would have done if he was smart is. Keep texting. Wait. No. He's not that smart. No. Shoot the mom, and then if he knew the dad was out on a run, a delivery, just wait till the dad comes back. Shoot the dad when he enters, then call the cops. I think that I don't think how, no matter how cold hearted you are, I'm sure he had to gear himself up to shoot his parents. So I'm sure he walked in that door and was like, I'm just doing it before they can say anything. Like, and I'm, then he realized my dad's and not then he here. And he realized, so. oh crap, my dad's not here. 
And then he calls 911. And then he calls his sister and then calls 911. Yeah. But I still think if he was smart, he would have... He meant to kill both of them, obviously, because he wanted the inheritance. So then why he starts would he not def- just wait for the dad to come? Um, he panicked. He's not that bright. No. So the lawyer... Here's the thing about the lawyer. Jason's defense lawyer. Um, he had these really long fingers... And we used a lot of gestures with his hands that made me and several other people on Twitter very uncomfortable. I did not notice. Like Voldemort? It was not just me. Yes. Okay. Good call. Mm-hmm. But I felt like they were super feminine, like lady fingers. Like, like Slender Man. Yes, 100% Slender Man. And he would point a lot with both of his hands, like do that prayer position, but then oh. point outward. You know what I'm saying? Do so you think that, that like, he just made the jury so uncomfortable? Well, here's what I think. Don't you do practice juries with your peers at some point? And maybe your fellow peers would say, you know what? It's creepy the way you point like that with your long, slender, feminine fingers. I would not do that so much. I see. You're, you're, off, you're making the jury off, feel off-putted, hmm. off, off-potted. That's what I think. So okay. now Jason is fake crying on the stand. I mean, there's no other way to put it. And okay. I'm not the only one who said that. No one believed he was really crying on Twitter. Okay. Did you believe he was really crying? Well, they didn't show it very much, did they? Yes. Did I just not? Yes. Okay. He at one point lifts up his glasses and wipes away an invisible tear. Oh, brother. But That's, there's right. nothing there. It was dry as a bone. That's dark times. I don't yeah. like that. Don't wipe it away if there's nothing there. The tears aren't coming. The tears <laughs> just aren't coming. <laughs> okay, so um, some people online noticed that he did do an interesting uh, gesture when he was when they said, "Did you kill your mother?" He looks directly at the jury, uh huh, and he says, "Absolutely not," whilst nodding his head, yes. Oh, yeah. And he he was so emphatic in his absolutely not that it really was fairly distinct a nod yes. So I I don't know if that was one of those subtle Freudian slips or if he was just trying to be super dramatic and his head was going up and down. But people on Twitter seem to think that they had... This is like Mary. Is that her name? No, Katie. Katie who killed Mary Yoder. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Katie, ha- but when I watched Katie's allegedly, multiple times, allegedly, <laughs> when Katie said no, she just heard her mouth, her your mouth goes up and down when you say no, and that makes your head no. go up and down a little. It was very small. This was no. like a, a really big nod. Yeah. Um, so then we get to meet Jason's wife, who mm-hmm. looks a lot like the mistress. They looked exactly the same. No, I think she was a, sc- no. a scotch hotter. They are so similar that it was shocking to me. <laughs> it wasn't my OMG moment because my OMG moment was the refrigerator not having a giant hole in it. Right. But I was still like, oh, you've got to be kidding. He has a type. He's got a type. So she's crying when they ask if they've reconciled, if she's forgiven him. And she's like, yes, it's a daily struggle. <laughs> crying. Um, yes, yes. I totally, but I love him. And she's crying about all the pain it's caused him or her. And he's still not crying. He's not crying watching his wife up there sobbing uncontrollably. So then Jason's wife points the finger at Bill. Mm-hmm. And the lawyer points his creepy slender fingers at Bill mm-hmm. and says that Bill was too controlling of Shirley. 
and Bill just snapped one day and killed his wife because she was mad that she he gave her instructions on how to mow the grass or something. Like it was really dumb. She apparently couldn't go get her hair cut without asking him first. That's what the wife said. Well, I kind of believed the wife, though. I, th- I had no reason to not believe the wife. It seems odd that she complained about that the night before the murder, the lawn thing. And I don't know how dramatic it was. Of, of I don't the think issue. it was as dramatic as the wife is playing it up to be. Yeah. But I do. I mean, I, I could see it. I it's could an t- old school couple. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. No, they're very old school. And maybe the man does dictate. But I don't think it was as like sleeping with the enemy. <laughs> As the, I understand. the wife right. made it out to be. Right. Um, so the trial ends, and I was really bummed that we didn't get to see Ron Swanson, Nick Webb. Because wouldn't he have done, like, a really good gun rifle demonstration for the they jury? They should have put him on the stand. Maybe they did, and we just didn't see it. Well, then we should have seen it, because we that We should have been, been able it. to see it. He was the highlight. I don't, think that, I don't think the Dateline understands. Well, the Dateline producers should understand that. America would have a very strong reaction to Nick Webb. Mm-hmm. We love because, Nick Webb. We love because, because he looks Ron Swanson. Yes, they drop the ball a little bit. Usually, they're pretty good at picking up the people who we're going to root for and mm-hmm. kind of sticking them in there, even if it's unnecessary. But this time, we could have used way more Nick Webb. So the jury says that Jason did it. Yay, he's guilty. The jury also has to answer to if Bill did it. I don't get that. Because the lawyer's defense had raised that question, they have to answer it. Wow. But which is just terrifying for Bill, who spent a million dollars on this trial. Imagine spending a million dollars to convict yourself. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, if it goes bad. That's horrifying. That's just terrible. Thank God the jury finds Bill innocent and he kind of does a full-on sigh of relief because he was actually Mm -hmm. kind of scared you know uh that's he took a huge risk and there's no jail time because it's civil but jason is supposed to pay 10 million dollars to bill but he doesn't have it and it wasn't about the money anyways bill just wanted to bring his son to justice and to have him answer questions so jason is out now and he's man about town free but he's known everywhere as a killer it's like oj after the civil trial. You have to move immediately. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't but know what people in the farm areas do. Do they egg houses or teepee? Or they maybe? probably do the manure bags. <gasps> the Yes. Yeah, the flaming poop bags, right? Wait, did you do that? Because in that one episode, they said manure, but it was actually yep. just dog poop. Yep. <laughs> did you? Do, really? That was a yeah. very fast callback. I'm yeah, impressed. You're welcome. I did it for you I'm... because you were annoyed about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's dog poop. Don't call it manure. It's dog poop. There's yeah, a difference. But this actually might be manure. Right. That's this, true. M- this is actually farm country. I don't know what. I, it might be just crops. It might not be livestock. Anyone but... from farm country, what kind of prank would you play on the local killer? <laughs> well, like, I wonder if they'd go and mess up his crops maybe does he do corn too is he corn as well do we know what kind of farm i don't know jason had Mm -mm. okay i don't know uh so here's the twist of the episode the da had been sitting in on the trial taking notes because he didn't do his homework and so he's totally copying off the lawyers in the trial and he was impressed by what he saw and realized oh maybe he does have enough 
to try Jason. So three days after the verdict, they arrest Jason and they bring him in and they charge him in a criminal trial for right. first degree murder, which is great. So the episode kind of ends just, wow, it's it's rough. Bill is still crying about Shirley being very cold because she's at the cemetery and it's very cold there. And then they show us a close-up of the tombstone. Wow. So, wow. yeah, this is where it got cold. It right. it says parents of Jana and Billy. No Jason. Jason is left off the tombstone. That's really intense. Yeah. Um, I have faith that Billy will find love. Bill, sorry. I hope that Bill finds love again on FarmersOnly.com. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because You're, we, should we contact them You for don't have to be lonely on FarmersOnly.com. That would be amazing. Yes. All right. But no, we can't because the, you didn't know what it was, and they will not be impressed with that. Well, maybe they won't actually listen to this episode. God willing. I we hope. would just tell them. It's... But you know it so well, so one out of two is great. That's good for Farmers Only. Okay. Okay. I don't think you're you're necessarily their demographic, so the word is getting out. That's yeah, all I'm saying. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So they left the favorite son off the tombstone, and the episode ends. Did I miss anything? What do you have? Do you have outside information? What's going on in your brain? Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I can't read my notes. <laughs> I don't know what's happened here. Something about. Oh, well, I had something to say about Nick Webb. Oh, something that I thought was funny is that Nick Webb, they do Nick Webb P.I. And yes. he, he shows Dennis or he shows the cameras, whoever, demonstrating with the rifle that he purchased because it's the exact rifle that they lost or whatever. He does that job that Nick Webb no, he is. He, Nick, Nick Webb really wanted that rifle oh. and charged <laughs> the gentleman who hired him. And got that rifle. Is that true? And I'm sure, yeah, 100%. I was like, I'm on to you, buddy. I know about this. That's sneaky. I don't know. Did you know that Nick Webb has investigated over 100 murders? No, I did not know that. That's pretty impressive, right? But he used to be a cop, right? Yes. And then now he's a PI. Something I wish like I had that. more information about Nick Webb. I should have just looked up him and Is seen he his married? Is he on Twitter? Is he on Farmers Only? Okay. Mm. So let's get to the outside information that I... Also, I got a lot of this from iowacoldcases.org. So they have a bunch of interesting facts listed about things that happened in the following year, in the year after the murder. Uh, They don't talk about this in Dateline, but Bill gives the officers bullets previously fired from that rifle that's missing that Jason gave him. He apparently had spent bullets or something, and they matched those to the ones recovered in Shirley's body. Mm. Now, they didn't specifically say that on Dateline. They said it was a gun like that, but they couldn't say, but they actually did match it. So it was a perfect match. So that's for sure the weapon. Also weird they could never find the weapon. Bill said that the law enforcement ensured him early on at least three times that an arrest was coming. So he was really, really pushing them. He accused them of bungling evidence gathering Mm. and says that's going to come out in a trial and it's going to implicate the officers. He was really antagonistic with the police. Yeah. Yeah. So he spent initially $160,000 to hire the private investigator. Wow. They get paid a lot. Nick Webb is Mm -hmm. wealthy. Yeah. That makes him more attractive to me. I think part of that too. Maybe. 
But I think part of it, you could not be a farmer's wife. I think they're very giving. Yeah. Part of that, too, also maybe went to for part of his attorney. Um, Bill's theory of the case was that Jason used the rifle from the basement safe because he knew the code. He hid the gun on the property. Oh, it was in a safe. It, it was in a gun safe. It was part of that. They said there was an unlocked gun safe in the basement. Oh, it was unlocked. And that rifle was in there. But who unlocked it? Dateline never says. Dateline left us hanging. Hmm. I don't know. I like the details. I want to know. Yeah, because they kept saying, like, who would know where it was. Right. And I thought that was a valid point. But if it was locked, that's even more. Who would know the code? Who would But if it was code? unlocked, that brings it back to just who would but know they where didn't it was. Say, but they didn't say that it was locked before. Right. Well, they do so say everyone unlocked their doors. So, oh well, in a very weird way, they say that. Did you have the quote from that? No. Dennis uses a lot oh, of yes, alliteration. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Once the the murder was out, it was something like people were using their rusted old, never used locks or something. It wasn't. It was their rusted, ra- rusted, ragged. He yeah. had a few in this yeah. one that was killing me. Yeah. Um. So. Then Bill accuses the police of not collecting Jason's clothing and boots, which might have shown gunpowder and blood until 10 days after the crime. (gasps) Okay, that's big. That's a big one. Bill suggested that there was a conflict of interest between his son and the county sheriff, another Jason, who are friends. (gasps) Oh. So Jason and Jason living in a tree, being Mm. best friends down by the Wait, I'm sorry. Living in were they K I S S I N G in the tree? No, I was changing a little bit. I was having them living down by the sea. Okay, so it's fine. But yeah, they're buddies. Bill also claimed that Jason failed a lie detector test given by the DCI and sheriff's office. Basically, I sorry, Bill thought that they were not charging Jason on purpose. The police were kind of friends, Mm -hmm. and it was small town. Yeah, someone on on Twitter mentioned that. That was yeah. from that area. They had heard that too. <gasps> yeah. Okay, so that must have been a big. Uh-huh. I thought that was interesting outside information. That I makes sense. That definitely makes sense. It. Yeah, because why else wouldn't they? Well, the not testing the clothes for ten days, not finding the gun. I don't know if they checked his car for the gun. He could have just put it under his right. seat or shoved it in the backyard somewhere, and they didn't look for it. But that could be if... sloppy police work, or it could well, be on purpose. Neg- it could be like your friends the with other the way. Sher- yeah. Your friends with the sheriff. Mm-hmm. He's not going to bring in his friend who just lost his mom and be like, let me test your shoes for gunpowder. Right, right. It's not going to do that. Yeah. So. Wow. That's good. Okay. Uh, B-roll bonanza. Yes. We have Bill at home drinking coffee and staring into space and smoking. And I he's 70 years old and his he son is. killed his wife. So I am not going to lecture him about smoking. He can have as many cigarettes as he wants. I'm going to let him have that one. Then we had B-Roll Bonanza, Dennis interviewing Bill at home over photos. Again, they're spread out over the table. Yep. And I just don't understand because they're like, they're not in a photo album. They're not in frames. They're literally just smush. It's like you took a deck of cards and just like threw them across the table. Why do you not like that? Because you can't see the photos. But that's a Dateline thing. They're just like, these are photos of our loved ones. But it's like what you can't see them. Are you going to decoupage the table? 
I don't understand that. I mean, huh. you, you, I think you made that point. That's what it looks like. It, but you can't see it because they're all overlapping. It's like one of those, um, it's like if you make a DVD and the menu is like a scrapbook menu and the photos start appearing like an iPhoto or something and the photos start appearing on top of each other over and over until they're just buried and you can't see any of them. That's what yeah. this is. Okay. Uh, quotes of the week. I had a few. Yes. Um, I only had a couple. But yes. um, this was one that very much confused me. But Bill Carter had way too much time to contemplate things no man on a John Deere should ever have to. So, okay. Yes. Yes. He has too much time to have to think about things that he shouldn't have to think about? Just no no man on a John Deere should have to think about his son killing his wife. That's, I get that. That's, That's not what he said. What he said. That's what he's trying to say, but this is much like the Cupid. Oh, I see. This is like when Keith said she aimed her arrow into the sea to catch a man, and I was like, oh, you're supposed to shoot your own arrow to find a man. I've been waiting for the naked baby to do it. I've been doing it wrong. That's why I'm right. alone. But he's saying Bill Carter had way too much time to contemplate the things. He has all the time in the world, though, you're saying. He does. So why can't he contemplate the things that he should not be, does not want to think about? He, they should say life is too short to contemplate these things on a John Deere. He has way too much time to contemplate things. Well, he's overthinking it. He's thinking about it too much because he's riding the, in the tractor for oh, hours and hours so going over saying the fields. There's not he's, enough stuff filling his days, so he has too yes. much empty time. Yes. Where these thoughts are popping up in his head. I'm worried about you. And I just didn't you. get it. Come you on. You a nap. It was confusing. Sure. Okay, the next one <laughs> is another one where Dennis is just saying words, which is... Oh, oh. He says to Bill, <laughs> I can't imagine what is going on inside your whole emotional and mental apparatus <laughs> like he was really just feeling it as he was going look dennis could have flown back from alaska had to fly straight out to tired, iowa maybe. he's exhausted yeah he's jet lagged he's freezing he's gone from one freezing place <laughs> to the next freezing place you're right i'm waiting he's like can i have a florida case <laughs> There's got to be something going down in Key West. Yes. I'm done. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's plenty going on in Florida. The problem is Mankey wants all the Florida cases because Mank yes, is obsessed does. with Florida. Yes, he is. Okay. Uh, did you have – well, there were so many precious moments we can't even talk Wait, about Wait, I had it. another – I had a quote. Oh, I can't go believe you did it. not talk about the toing and the froing. Yeah, yeah. Which, Dennis, what did thank you, you for that. <laughs> they were toing and froing. <laughs> yeah, so I liked. I, I liked to and fro as a verb. Yeah. That was cute. I liked that. And you missed the thing that, okay, they say when they're talking about how many times she was shot, because she was executed, right? She was shot twice in the oh, back. Oh, okay. I know what this is going to be. You yes. know the one. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. And so before the commercial break, Dennis says, and that was the shot. That was the coup de gras shot. <laughs> and then we come back from commercial, and I think we're not going to hear that again, but we do. They show it. They show him saying that line. What, it, what does that mean to you? Well, the coup de gras shot. It, it means the 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 final the one the the best one the the best that was the perfect ending it, killing shot 
But is coup de gras not normally used in a positive circumstance? Oh, yeah. Like, like if you were shooting a bunch of pictures and you'd be like, right. that was the perfect picture we just took. That was the, that was like, the coup de gras. It's, it's like day. maybe used with achievements. That was the that was the highest achievement. That right. was the coup de gras. But yeah. I've never heard it in use for, and maybe that's just me, but I just have never heard that phrase used in a murder. It's and a so little it caught dark. me off guard. And then it caught me off guard that they did it twice. To me, it just feels more like he's talking about a James Bond murder. Like you've just Correct. killed a James Bond villain instead right. of sweet little Shirley on her farmhouse kitchen floor. With her curlers. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it's not as a propes, Dennis. Okay, good. But he's yeah. he's tired. So precious moments. There's just too many, right? It's just Bill crying a lot, right? Yeah. Just a lot of crying. So MVP loser. I liked Bill. I thought he was. Gr- I thought he was a winner. But now that you've mentioned um, Nick Webb so much, I might want to bring back Nick Webb as I my MVP. Webb, I think Nick Webb might be my MVP. Although I'm, I think he might be shady and purchasing that gun for personal <laughs> reasons. But that's, that's a fine. little shady. That's just like padding the books a little. That's not as. That's not terrible. Okay. Um, well. Who was your loser? Tara, the mistress. I'm guessing. I don't know who your miss, who your loser is. Do you have? I didn't really. Okay, I didn't really have a loser. Tara, I'll give you one. Okay. Well, uh, she was fine though. She just got caught up in with a married man in town. Yeah, it happens. Um, what about the lawyer with the long, slender fingers? See, I was way. I'm really surprised that you noticed that lawyer, and you did not notice that Bill's lawyer was wearing a no. freaking tuxedo. Well, we're gonna. We haven't gotten to fashion police yet. Okay, but that almost made him my loser. That that. Oh, choice. see, I liked it. I thought he looked cute. Like I, I thought he looked like Randy from Say Yes to the Dress, like dapper. I thought he looked like Bill Nye, the science guy. When he's in the courtroom, can we just go straight into fashion police, and we'll come yeah. back to the yeah, other ones? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Because I want to say that when he's in the courtroom, he does this very, he's doing his opening argument and it's very dramatic and he points and he says, who killed her? That man, that man right there. Mm -hmm. He's talking and he's pointing like this in his tuxedo with a bow tie. So did you find, you think it maybe was distracting? I can't take him seriously. If I was a jury, I'd be like, really? Really, Ronald McDonald? That's who. I that's think who did this it? is just like a thing that he's established around as he's the guy with the bow tie, and he thinks it's his thing in court. But the problem is, when you're talking about a lady's murder, it does t- kind of feel wrong. It feels like maybe you're going to the carnival, yeah, or he works at Disneyland, yeah, on a ride where they have to wear stuff. I have a friend that wears bow ties always, every day. Yeah, wears that's bow his ties, thing. and that's his thing. He's not a lawyer. Right. He's not accusing people of murder. Right. This guy maybe should have been friends with the people that were held up in the Riverboat Casino last week. 100%. Okay. There we go. Agreed. Okay. Um, So that's all I'm saying. I thought the lady, the neighbor, Eileen, was adorable. She... Why me the face? No, she's my alternative theory. (gasps) Ooh, I'm excited (laughs) for this. Okay, okay, I'm here for this. But I, Eileen I just, and her husband were very sweet. I really just liked her blue um, cardigan set. I thought it was very appropriate for Dateline. And I thought she had cute glasses. I thought she was very stylish, like a hip grandma. And I also liked Bill when he switched glasses to the okay. Anderson Cooper type frames. 
Okay. I liked those. I thought they were handsome. Because I, I think he wants to date and put himself out there on FarmersOnly.com. He absolutely and does I not. And I think that He has those, no desire. He's done. Well, I want him to get out there. But I think that maybe he should move. I have suggestions for Bill. Okay. I think he needs to move. I think he needs to sell the farm. Okay. And get, take his $8 million and go somewhere. And Bill should move to Florida. He'd be a catch in Florida. He'd be a catch. Be, go to he'd Florida. be a catch anywhere. Okay. Get a condo. Live on the beach. Alternative theories. Yeah. Eileen. So I thought the friendship, the neighbor, you know, she, they're like neighbors and friends, I yes. guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my thought was maybe she has held the candle for Bill. Ooh. She's had been secretly in love with Bill all these years. And she, this is a very Kimberly theory. I yeah, that's with. why I like and it. She was tired. Uh-huh. And she was tired of hearing Shirley complained that Bill was controlling and said, well, I would let Bill control me. I would be a good wife to Bill. Mm-hmm. Maybe Bill's farm is bigger than her husband's. We don't know. Ooh. And so... Griff is getting super excited. He's panting I heard extra his, I heard the... loud and shaking at this theory. He's like yeah, all a good. Twitter. He yeah. likes it. I'm impressed. So that... that is a Kimberly theory. Oh, hey, one more thing. Sorry. Total side note. The Remember they said that they the... The reason they didn't think it was a break-in, it was a bungled burg- burglary because yeah. they didn't take the purse. Apparently, there was also an envelope of cash in the top yeah. drawer of like $1,700 and $100 bills. $1,700. Wow. $1,700 and they didn't take it. Yeah, it definitely wasn't a burglary. We've had a lot of these bungled burglar cases lately. The fake burglaries. Fake um, burglaries. So what's, your, what's your theory? So I, alternative theory number one. I I have three. Alternative theory number one. Dateline producer tweeted, in high school, Bill was a second tenor and was offered a vocal scholarship to Drake University, but had to pass on it after learning Shirley was pregnant with their second child. So here's my theory. I think every time they ever got into a fight in the 52 years, he would yell out, and I never got to sing. And I think one day it was just too much for him or she made a snide comment about Mm -hmm. his singing Mm -hmm. and he just killed her and then was like, now I'm free. This cage bird can sing. That's that's what I think. Didn't you feel looking into his deep, puffy red eyes that he just had a song in his soul that he needed to sing? He was going to go to school on a singing scholarship and he had to pass it up because she got knocked up. Right? He's artistic. We didn't know. I love it. Okay, so alternative theory number two. It was one of the other two kids who were jealous that Jason was the favorite. And yeah, they well, always that's... said that Jason was the favorite. And we didn't get to see any of them, so we don't know. Alternative theory number three. Also, where are they in this whole courtroom situation? Where do the kids Yeah, are they not supporting out? Bill at all? Like, Who, do they which come one are they, su- are they supporting their brother? No, I, I feel I want to know what side they mm, fall on. That's interesting. It's very interesting. Uh, so alternative theory number three. You know who else had a favorite child? Is Mickey. You know who also liked to break into people's houses? Mickey. True. I don't know how, and I don't know why, but I think somehow Mickey was involved. 
That's an excellent theory. She had a she had a thing for breaking into people's houses and getting involved in relationships that she had no business being involved in. Wait a minute, Mickey's single? Maybe Mickey's on Farmers Only. I did think oh about gosh. that, but I think she's a little too aggressive and crazy for Bill. Yeah, no, she's way too high maintenance for Bill. Yeah. Bill can't Bill can't deal with that. No. She can't work on a farm. No, she's cray. But But I feel like she could convince someone that she could live on a farm. Yes, for a brief time and then kill yeah. them when she realizes then, this is not for and her. And it would all go horribly yeah. wrong. Yeah, okay. that's it. That's it. Um right. titles. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was playing around with something and it's not get you um, it's not good. Something about Dennis being so corny. Oh, that's not actually not bad. Corny, but I good. couldn't get it. But you know what I'm saying. I know um, what you're saying. My friend's title would be, I think, the one with all the tractors, or yeah, maybe the one with all the corn. I could the one decide. with all the tractors. Tractors okay. are play a much bigger part in this than corn. Okay. Um, I also have the Adventures of Nick Webb, farm detective. Oh, that's great. Right, but it you yeah. it only works if you say it in that voice. Um, okay. The other title would be, obviously, You Don't Have to Be Lonely, dot, 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 on FarmersOnly.com. It's the That's song. Um, Thou Shalt Not Fake Cry, because they kept saying that he had broken every single commandment, five out of the ten. Yeah, they really I'm going to add a sixth one that he also broke, which is fake crying, and he broke it. Um, and then I thought, here's a really dramatic one. Names on a tombstone. It's good. It's dramatic. Okay, there's my last one. Favorite son, part de the revenge of Mickey. That's wonderful. That's really good. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. Oh, mine aren't very. And good. it really makes sense because it was another favorite son episode. It really could no, it's really good. Be we also could call the favorite it son. The favorite son farm edition. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yes. No, it's really good. Um. <laughs> these are really bad it's it'll be fine what did i even write oh okay here we go so i had land over love i don't know why land, i had land over love i don't know why i did that okay. don't worry about that one i did a shot in the back she was shot twice in the back mm. so instead of we always have a, a shot, shot in, in the, the dark. dark yeah I had farmed out theories. I don't know why. Okay. I was trying to do a lot of things with farming it out, mm-hmm. and it didn't work mm-hmm. out. I had landing in hot water. <laughs> oh, my God, in heaven. I'm sorry to all of our new listeners. <gasps> I had, really like to apologize. I had like a good neighbor, dot, dot, dot. Oh, that's good. I like yeah. that. Okay, I thought you'd like that well, one. Well, especially then... if, um, if Eileen, the neighbor, is actually the killer. Exactly. Then it's I know. I ironic excited. and dark. And then I had on the mattress side of the law. <gasps> what? <laughs> Instead of like on the good side or the bad side of the law, it was on the mattress side. Because it was mattress side. He killed his mom. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. Okay. Then I had ta- shot I'll through the back and you're to blame. You give farming a bad name. That That was your song. Nope, that wasn't my song. That's, my song that's is That's pretty good. My song you is You just really want to sing Bon Jovi. Nope, I didn't. Oh, and then I had John Dearly Beloved. There we, I was 
hoping for a tractor to come into play. You're welcome. And then I had, cause you're once, twice, three times a Dennis. Oh, that's and you ca- are. Uh- and wait a minute. And you are enough. You are enough. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, you're welcome. It was Dennis a pretty song has a for theme Dennis. song now. Three times a dentist. That's so beautiful. Yep. Because it came into my head the minute I saw that it was three times. I was like, oh, he's three times a lady. But he's not. He's three times a dentist. That's beautiful. That's it. uh, Okay. So we have to make a very special announcement about bingo. Oh, my goodness. This was huge. This is huge. Renee, who is Renee Nicole um, on Twitter, texted us tweeted us i can't even say it i'm so excited and she got bingo which is thrilling it's the first time it's happened at least the first time that anyone has told us that it's happened she got here with her her five extramarital affair Mm -hmm. check missing murder weapon yep check small town gossip mill check Check. absolutely unflattering victim photo that's a little i mean i i would say there were several with Really intense 80s hair. Really intense 80s outfits, too. So I think that's I what think she's going I think there might have been of. one where she had her eyes closed. <laughs> and there were a couple where she was older and looked very un- kind of grumpy and s- unsmiling. Yeah. So I'm going to give that one for sure. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. And 911 recording. I mean, yeah, it's nailed indisputable. It. Congratulations, yeah. Renee. Renee. Number one. You did it. Come on. You're the first one. Did it. Good job. I'm so happy. Um, and speaking of tweeting, which we weren't just really to work. Yeah, you did. A segue? It was a good segue. Because I had said something about yeah, tweeting. Yeah, you, okay. so, you had said texting and then corrected it with tweeting. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of tweeting, should I go to the Twitter uh, phones? Please. That's all I want. Okay. There were so many. I was really expecting just nothing but sadness for our man Bill. And actually, Twitter was really, really fun. All right. So what do we got? So... Um, Yora Lamb says, I doubt very much that Bill had to leave school because his girlfriend got pregnant. This is a man's world, gosh damn it. <laughs> so he wait, I love when Yora Lamb starts to get drunk and just gets very bitter and angry at everything that just just Well wait, they both had to leave school. Yeah. Yeah. But she doubts it. She doesn't think that's true. Well he he got to go back to college. That's probably. That's true. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, wait, did see. he? Yes, he did. He eventually t- got his GED and then he was gonna get that singing scholarship, scholarship. to college, okay. but he had to drop well, we out. We don't know when if she, she ever got, got her GED. They didn't say, I don't think she did. Oh boy, all right, yeah, yeah. Um, and De Stefano, it'll be a good life if my parents never admit on TV that my brother is their favorite, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Can, can we not? Can we just put a moratorium on all saying that children are favorites? Yeah, don't do that. Uh, T. Probost. Probus. Okay, why didn't they title this Dateline episode Children of the Corn? Are you so mad I'm right so now? I'm so mad. How did you not? I, my, get... I have had a headache for 48 hours that will not Todd, relent. Todd, she's blaming... I'm bringing Todd my bad Probo- tooth. Probus, she's blaming the headache. I'm bringing my bad tooth. My bad tooth she was has keeping a bad me. Tooth. I mean, I would never normally do Bon Jovi. I wouldn't do Land Over Love. 
landing yeah. in hot water. Those are terrible puns. You would have done Children of the Corn. And I even kept thinking of Children of the Corn. I kept being like, oh, I did too, Children but I couldn't figure out how to work it in. But Todd did it. Well, Todd, do you want a job? <laughs> There's a spot opening up. It's unpaid. <laughs> and you have to work with a grump. I, Wait, am I the grump? We're both grumps. You okay. have to work with one or two. Oh, is he coming? Like, are one of us is fired? One of us and he's is replacing. Going. It's probably. I me. assumed he'd be replacing you. That means I'm the grump. I think I'm delightful. She's delightful. Enjoy. <laughs> um, I'm moving to daylight, Florida. <laughs> Dateline with with Bill. Um, moving on. Dateline producer says. This is the first time Dennis Murphy has rode a tractor on national TV. But he's ridden a tractor just, not on national TV? Is, well, I don't know why she said has has rode a tractor. Is that no, right? just let her that slide. They're, okay, they're but, our boss. But they're not our the, boss. Yeah, that but. could mean that she's done it. Yeah, like that. maybe he does it in his casual free time. But just not on national TV. Maybe on home movies. Maybe local TV. Dateline producer, but not explain, national TV. Explain. Explain what you mean. Was he on a tractor in a parade somewhere at one point in time? Like I was in my childhood, right? Exactly. In Virginia. Was he like? And we're not talking about that. No, we're not. Yeah, we're not talking about that. That'll be for Patreon subscribers. Yeah, Patreon so... subscribers, you can get access to Kimberly's <laughs> weird childhood picture. <laughs> Baby Sarah, eighty. So romantic. I feel like there should be a country song about buying a tractor for your wife. Maybe there is one. There's gotta be. Right? Isn't that? It is. It's a beautiful thing if you are a country person. We j I just don't know that music. Is there one out there? I don't know. Because if not, like that's a million dollar idea right there. Yeah, there we go. Who do we contact? I bought my lady a tractor. Who would sing that? Toby Keith? Brad Paisley? Yeah. Yeah. Garth? Sure. One of them. All right. I don't know. One of those. Tim McGraw There's... and Faith Hill. Name every country singer you know, because I pretty much am naming every anyone I'm out. that I could think of. All right. No, I'm I'm out. What's, who's the girl that won American Idol? Carrie Underwood. There we go. Okay. Here's another one that you're going to be mad about. Michael Dunn, P.T. Bobcat. In this mighty corn mystery, will cops find a kernel of truth? I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I'm gonna just throw up all over my microphone. I'm so upset. Where is your punning, Gene? It's just I gone don't, this week. My, it's affecting it's my tooth. head. I'm. I have an infection, and it's going into my brain. I'm just gonna you're suffer. So, I'm you're ashamed. Sit, I'm sitting here suffering because my tooth hurts, and I'm suffering because I, people are just besting me left and Out right. Punning you left, left and, and right. right. You need the lady from Game of Thrones walking behind you with the bells chanting shame. You don't even know what I'm talking about because you're so far behind I can Game picture of it. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I am ashamed. Okay. I need a shame shirt. I need a shame t-shirt. I'm going to wear it next time. No one's going to see it, but I'm going to wear it. Okay. Uh, you're a lamb. OMG, you can't kiss murdered people's faces or you leave cootie evidence. So I think she's just drunk. Drunk. But that's a really good point. You are going to leave your cooties all over the you, dead person. Your cooties are already all over the dead person if they're your wife. Okay, Mistress Mensa. My Wi-Fi is going really slow. Did somebody already say she bought the farm? <gasps> it, 
How many things was I doing with farming it out? Trying so hard with all of my farm. Do you know how far I got on Nick Webb? On the Nick Webb title I was trying to do? I have written here, Nick Webb P.I. That's as far as I got. This is de- this is a devastating episode for me. Because your self-esteem, your punning self-esteem just is shattered. I, I might not. Ever I'm worried about gain... next week. Now I'm gonna have to like. I'm gonna be under so much self-imposed. You're stress. gonna have like professional athletes get the yips. <laughs> you know what that yips. is? <laughs> when they get like they get they get off their game and they can't get back. Oh, they feel oh, like they're like cursed a, now. Uh, a writer's block for a writer. Yeah, yeah, but they just can't throw that pitch. Like they re- they can't. They're too in their head and they can't get it back. <laughs> and and it's called the might... yips. Yeah, you might have, I the, have yips. the yips. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so they're pun yips. Oh, I love it. Okay. Um, Dateline producer says Bill believed Shirley had just finished feeding the hogs before she was shot to death. Rebecca Crook says, "I can guarantee you this won't be my last task while breathing." Wow, it's true. Like I don't want to die with. Anything near hog? I'm sorry, no. They have I can gear. I would. Yeah, they. I think they have a lot of stuff. I'm jealous of it. I mean, I love animals, but I can just. I could guarantee you, just like, just like Rebecca, that I will be nowhere near a hog when I die. I can just guarantee it. Most likely, I'll be near my television, because I usually am, and some baked Cheetos. Okay. Albert Sims. Surely you can't be serious. No, stop sorry. it. He said sorry. He said sorry. Surely you can't be serious. Sorry. He knows what he did. <laughs> so that is the fourth pun that you've missed. The fourth. I'm I couldn't just, hear anything you just said like, because I removed my headphones in protest. <laughs> stop. Stop it. Everyone's being so clever, and that's, these are great. Okay, I love it. Uh, you're a lamb. Again, cracks me up. I yelled at my husband for talking to me during Dateline, and he replied, Lucky for you, I am almost puritanistic in my view of matrimony. So, people were so upset about that word because it, well, it's not a word, I think. It's, here's That's the issue. It's got to be puritan-like. It's, no, there's puritanical. Puritanical. Or you can say puritan, but purit- puritanistic is like they meshed. Wor- I don't know what did they did. Did you Google they, it? They just kept. Uh, yeah, it's not a word. Okay, so it's straight up not a word. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, Dateline NBC. Mm-hmm. This honestly made. I was crying laughing. So, you know, they do their like Twitter polls sometimes. So they'll just ask questions yeah. during the thing. Um, why do you think the DA attended the civil trial? Yes, no, not sure. <laughs> did, did they do it on date, purpose? <laughs> no. So Dateline Divas wrote, the choices to this question confuse me. And Dateline wrote, that's what we were going for. <laughs> um, And then Lady J Snowflake wrote, that's not a yes or no question. And Dateline NBC wrote, Yes, a bit of an accident, but given the question, not sure is the only possible answer. That's true. <laughs> not sure. <laughs> Just chilling. 
Um, and then Rokio Animal Lover wrote, English is my second language, but I know the sentence doesn't make any sense. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sean Spencer wrote all of the above. Yeah, exactly. That kind of makes sense. Um, if you guess okay, wrong, does it count against you? Is it like the SAT? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tina Talk. The wife's much prettier than the other woman, but probably not nearly as freaky, though. Yeah. There's the answer. That's the We know that's, that, that's what's yeah, happening. Yeah. Um, Snoopy's so soup, Snoopy's sup with. Oh, <gasps> Snoopy's sup with camel. What does that mean? It's one of Snoopy's characters. He, when he flies uh, on the, he pretends like he's flying a plane and he yeah, has the Yeah, that's what his stuff. picture yeah, is. Yeah, it's sup with camel. Oh. I don't know if it's pronounced Katie soap with Snoopy. or sup with. I didn't know it. That's the best. Who um, is this? F- Floydy. Floydy, what did you say? When are murderers going to learn that if you can't convincingly fake cry, don't cry at all? Test it in front of a trusted friend or something. For real. So, but here, I think instead of testing it in front of a trusted friend, you need to pick, like, literally strangers. You need to go to Starbucks, pick five people, say, I'll pay you $10 each. I just want yeah. to do this little test because they need to not know you mm-hmm. and you need to say what they think. But God forbid they ever get called in as witnesses and anyone finds out that you did that because then you're probably in trouble. Um, Why don't they just do a trick? Like pinch their do leg something or something. Supposed yeah. to... Pull their hair with their tweezers. Why, why don't they pull on something from their past? <laughs> like the Meisner That's, technique just or kidding. something. Yeah, I was just seeing Uda Hagen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um jolie c says no we have a word it's puritanical hashtag don't settle for less she was very very upset um okay this killed me rachel leota sometimes the date okay you know the questions they ask at the bottom of the screen oh yes that are so dumb i saw a really dumb one here we go. Sometimes the Dateline Twitter questions remind me of the comprehension questions at the end of a textbook or reader. What was missing from the Smith's kitchen table? Should the officer have gone back to check again? What do you think about the crime scene? It totally is reading comprehension. It totally It's like is. they want to know if we were paying attention and I if think we, we should understood. Start, I think we should start noting them and reading them on the podcast. I think it might be very telling. Let's try that next we time. We could do that. Yeah. Let's yeah, try that. We could do that. Um, Dana San 88. Here we go. Here's your sister. Am I the only one irritated by Bill's crying? I knew I wasn't the warm and fuzzy type, but I'm veering into cold hearted B territory. <laughs> you weren't the only one. I wasn't annoyed. I was annoyed that Dennis kept asking leading questions that was a lot, was getting him to cry more. The thing is, because I can handle the one set of questions that's just leading to the crime. Right. It was the whole but episode. Dennis kept going with it. Right. The whole episode. And I was like, I would just like to hear him talk. Okay. That, that's valid. It is valid. Sure. Sure. I mean, your feelings are always valid. I, okay. I'm going to. Here's the last one I have. Freddie Davis. Oh, Bill, you're tearing at my heartstrings. This is like the murdery version of Up. Oh, God. <laughs> it's totally oh Up. God. Bill is totally the man with the balloons. Except add a, a dash of murder. Yeah, I loved it. Um, so Twitter was really good. to the, Thank you, guys. Thanks, it made Twitter. me laugh a lot. Did we have things in the news that we wanted to talk about? So we want to yes. thank the two people that donated to us this week. 
who are Becky. We got donations this week. Becky and Emily. Yes. Yes. We got two donations this week from awesome Emily and badass Becky. I'm so excited. Thank you so much, you guys. Seriously. We really, really appreciate it. We're trying. Best friends. We're trying forever. to put together this podcast and it's not free. So we we do appreciate it. We want to say one last time thank you to Crime Writers On for their shout out. Because of them, we got connected on Twitter with the one and only Rabia Chaudhry. Come on. That's amazing. How exciting I is that? I was beyond excited. I was losing my, my mind. My mom even knows who she is. That is so- so excited and then i followed ryan ferguson and he followed us back and i was dying that's really exciting dying last thing in the news the olympics lester did mention it it came as a shock to some people don't worry we're gonna have some good content for you we're gonna get through this together hold our hands i know you're scared baby girl baby boy we're gonna be fine we're gonna get through this there's stuff coming. Make sure you're following us on all of our platforms so that you'll find out about the stuff coming. And by coming soon, we mean in the next couple of weeks. Yes. So we're date date. Sorry, <laughs> what's our what are our handles? We're date dateline. At- yes, date dateline Instagram, Twitter. I don't know how you do Facebook. Just look for a date with Dateline. Just look, yeah, and then if you Google a date with Dateline, our website is the first thing that comes up, and you can e- always email us at datedateline at gmail dot com, and you can make um, a donation at at paypal dot me forward slash date with Dateline. We also are eventually going to be having a Patreon page, so everybody uh, stay tuned. You'll get we'll get through this hashtag stupid Olympics and <laughs> all. Oh, check out our Twitter for our podcast Valentines. Every mo- every day this month, the month of love and Black History Month, we are sharing podcasts that we love and encouraging people to subscribe to them and leave reviews on iTunes because that's the most important thing that you could do. And the most important thing you could do for us is to subscribe to us on iTunes. And tell a few if you friends. Like us. Yeah. Um, so everybody, don't watch alone. Watch on FarmersOnly.com. Oh, boy. I'm looking it up immediately. Okay, I can't believe you don't know what it is. Can't believe You it don't either. have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. Not sponsored by Farmers Only. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Oh, you they should not watch alone. They should watch with Nick Webb. Oh, yeah. Everyone should want to watch with Nick Webb or Ron Swanson. He's the poor man's Ron Swanson. No, he's like the fancy. He's the real man's Swanson. He's the farm Ron Swanson. He's not the non Hollywood Nick Offerman. If Ron Swanson was a detective. Yeah. Yeah. Which he might be on the side. Didn't he have like a side job? No, he was a saxophone. um, Saxophone playing. So maybe he also was a detective on the side. I bet Nick Webb plays an instrument. We got to look up Nick Webb. We got to connect with him, figure out what his deal is. Okay, are we still recording? Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.